Welcome to another edition of Starting With Today's The Do's and The Don'ts, where we recap Insecure right after it airs. And today we're talking about Season 5, Episode 4, The Beach Party. And we're going to be joined shortly by the one and only Jay Hall. And we look forward to having this family conversation with all y'all. So stay tuned. Give us a few minutes to get going, and um, this was a great episode, so I hope that y'all watched it. I hope that y'all are ready to get your fingers ready to chat with us about it. Uh, today, I'm rocking a black-on-black love shirt because I was inspired by today's episode. Shout out to Honest Tees um, for the shirts, all right? All right, Jay is here, so let's get him inside. You. <laughs> oh, welcome to our insecure recap, the do's and the don'ts. Let me do it. Let me write the comment in a, in here so I can tell people what's happening. Take take your time, yeah. Take your hey, time. Kendra, welcome. Did you watch the episode? Uh, Kendra, let us know what you thought. What's up, Team Garcia? Yeah, take your take your time, yo. This is take your time, cause Lord. All right. So today we watch Insecure. <laughs> you know, I have never been glad that we got receipts more than today, like. Yeah. Okay, so let's start from the beginning. It was a beach party. Some things that I really enjoyed about this episode is that it really tried to, you know, saturate like black culture. Um, definitely had a lot of black millennial energy in there about mm-hmm. how we, you know, meet new people, how we hang out, how we navigate. Um, and I thought it was really good. I really love Kelly in this episode again. I'm really standing for Kelly. She's so, so good. She is. She's she so is. good. Um, and so seeing that dynamic uh, was really good. You see how she interacts with other women. It really resonated with me because when I see another black woman and we can relate on something, we can go deep. Yeah, in, like, I think. In the middle of a pub. Like, it don't even matter. Yeah, I've seen you. <laughs> So yeah. <laughs> what what stood out to you besides the um the obvious? And of course, we'll get to that. <clears throat> I mean, first of all, this episode from the beginning, I was like, "Yo, this was us." You know what I'm saying? Before we like really start working, working like yeah. the random nights. Where we land, we don't know. I have no idea. We know where we're gonna meet at best, <laughs> and, and 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 when. And I'm I'm jumping, but I'll come back. When his cousin goes home at the end, I start thinking about how many people we tired out. Like how many people are like, that we tired out that they were just like, yo, I can't, I gotta go home. I gotta, I got this going on. And you like, I and then yeah, yeah. This I mean, shout out to Issa, man, because I mean, you have to when you're in a creative 
place that Issa is in, the the way she's able to resist the noise and do her thing with with this show, because we we were all admittedly so like so anxious for everything and every answer, um, and for the fact that Issa is so good at canceling out the noise, you know, because I mean this is the episode that we probably wanted like episode one, right? But it makes yeah. more sense. It makes more sense. So yeah, that that was my take from where you were but no continue okay, I, I so, can be patient so that was the first that's my first thing the friendships um kelly with embracing other black women just mm -hmm. really stood out to me um and i think we just need more of that like being really honest and vulnerable she was really talking about you know some of the deepest things she probably hadn't even told anyone else but she was able to tell another black woman who was a stranger but it resonated and I've had that experience so many times. It's so nuanced. It's such a nuanced experience that I wouldn't even think about it until I saw it on the screen, you know, reflected back to me. Like and it was mm -hmm. so spot on. Um and then Molly's and Issa's dynamic and friendship as we continue to see them really feel comfortable with each other, finding their footing again where we were from, you know, episode one. Um, just seeing that continuum that thread, I think is also very beautiful. You know, just the way Molly had her back. <clears throat> right? He, she had her back. So, may I? You may. So, I'm willing to start bending with Nathan if everybody starts bending with Molly. Fine. Because I, like, for what we were, what we, what we used to see was Molly would be in the middle of something and she would drop it for Issa. Yeah. Clearly in this episode, Issa was like dropping or, you know, she could have been she could have been with home. Yeah. But Molly was filling the night and she was just like, I cool. And I, I thought that those little pleasant, you know, that little pleasant uh dynamic between the two, for my vision, I've always seen it just kind of more one-sided because mm -hmm. Molly is such a soldier for Issa. Yeah. It was good to see Issa kind of like do that um for her. Yeah. Knowing I knowing that she's getting over Yeah, knowing she's getting over a breakup too and she's she's just not feeling herself her confidence back and things of that nature. I thought that was real pleasant of her in the I friendship of their mom. And even not bringing up the not kind of being rude of causing them not killing the vibe or the party vibe with the work stuff that was happening, you know, I really mm -hmm. But it kind of goes back to the, the conversation we had last week. Can black women have it out at the same time? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. as soon as one ball, another ball's dropping, like, and I know you you talk about, like, it's everybody, but I really feel like, um, I don't know, just, it, it really, I think in screens, we kind of see, I don't know, I guess we saw Lawrence not having it all, per se, but Mm -hmm. last episode, but it just seems like you know the sacrifices that that black women have to make. I, I would never try to make the comparison and try to paint it with a broad brush because mm -hmm. I mean I was raised by a mother who was trying to juggle it all. Yeah. So I'll be lying to say that there wasn't times where you know her and I were on our way, you know, to Cedar Point, which is an amusement park in the Midwest. Everyone knows, and while she's on her way, she gets laid off. Wow, you know what I mean? But she's yeah. like, but we're we're going to go to see the point. You yeah, know, we're we're we got, we got forty five minutes. We didn't drove for four hours. We're going to go. So, you know, I I witnessed that around the, the tribe of black women that that raised me. So I, I would never pretend like 
it doesn't hit there and it, or just the judgment even if it does happen evenly but the judgment is not the same yeah because the judgment for a lawrence is not going to be the same as the judgment for Issa. that's so real yeah it's not so i'm i won't pretend in that and but what i what i will say is i was feeling her when you getting them side texts about you know as you and i being self-employed individuals I was feeling her when she was getting, when you get that monkey wrench on the side while yeah. life is, while everything else is happening over here. Like I, I, that part did resonate with me. I understand that you're going to own that. And I'm not trying to take away from any black woman who's, but boy. That's, so real. <laughs> That's a great point because it's really hard for me even still, if I don't have all my shit together, like it's hard for me to be present. Like, in like, in so hard. Settings, like, I got work to do. Like yeah. I gotta, I gotta do this to live. This I don't get paid if I don't work. Yeah, so it's a different dynamic for sure. It's a different dynamic for sure. But you brought up a great point because I really wanted. Uh, I think Issa's character development with with Nathan and all the characters, I think too, is a slow build, but it's so intentional. And um, I think sometimes it's a little frustrating, and I didn't know where they would pick up. But like it being so awkward and trying to work through her and Nathan, um, trying to work through what's going on, feeling that instant jealousy with Risha. Risha was fine, and I can I've I've been Issa so much where you just jump to that conclusion and you automatically feel like, oh man, I'm not you know X Y and Z that he's attracted to, and the whole time he he is still attracted to you. You just been yeah yeah. I I've watched you do that too. Um, <laughs> I've, I've watched you make those conclusions, and I'm like, shot. Like, it's like, yo, it's easy. You... It's easy, but it goes back to the show, like insecure, and like you think you're secure until you see, you know, someone that you love, you know, in a different position for sure. Yeah. On the side note, as a as a gentleman who goes to the, um, you know, who was raised in a barbershop, every brother know that woman who works in a barbershop that you didn't know that was that fine that she took off that barbershop robe and you like hey. yo like <laughs> so I, will, I, I can't i cannot act like that wasn't something that was there i just i just can't because i was like oh that's the same girl that's the I same it took me about to place it i was like oh my yeah. god but it'd be like that though but no i mean that that part was that part was dope too and, and you, I, that's another dynamic that we get a lot too though like where people mm -hmm. just assume because we're friendly or close that you know it's a relationship is x y and z with different friends so uh and then you have to be like nah like that's not what that is that's not what that dynamic is it's not even in the ballpark <laughs> that's the part that's so wild about it like it's not even a ballpark like you thinking i'm banging somebody that i like i'm so far from this individual you have no idea like where the actual individual is <laughs> yeah you have no idea like it's so in the ballpark you know because a lot of times and and that part you know i shout out to isa for putting that in because a lot of times men we get generalized a lot you know and it's like oh well you know she's a beautiful girl why wouldn't you want to and it's like well but why why do i got to have to right why so do you it's have almost to, like why does every yeah, Every, we uh, intersect uh, dynamic have to be sexual because we get criticized on one end for always wanting to be so primal with every single woman that comes across like a piece mm -hmm. of meat, That's and right. then we get looked upon sometimes as something is wrong with us when we don't want to get at a girl who's beautiful that you might deem beautiful, but maybe she's not my type, or maybe we really are just friends. Maybe there's no energy there. 
maybe I'm just not that type of individual. And so it was kind of like a damn if you do, damn if you don't type of situation when you're a guy like that. So I've, I've definitely been in that position. I definitely was um, understanding that. But that whole um, beat situation, when you talk about like how Issa at one point didn't want to break the vibe of the party, yeah, I kind of was admiring that with, with Nathan because you can see the subtle parts of him struggling to uh, maintain things and his insecurity of like, yeah. man, I thought you was gonna bring food. He's like, I brought pizza, chill out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can see him struggle yeah. of being in the fore, um, being a front man. Yeah. Um, and you know, you can tell, this was the first time where I was like, cause we just talked about it like two episodes ago, where I was like, we didn't necessarily see Nathan struggle with his mental health. He came back and told us Yep. And I feel like there was an unpouring amount of sympathy for him and we okay. didn't see it, but I'm glad that we got chances to kind of really see with that what we know now. And mm -hmm. we were seeing those struggles of him, um, especially when um, you know, them cousins showed up, you know, that was right. you know, and to your point though, you gave Issa credit. You like, I don't give Issa credit on her writing, like trust her writing to mm -hmm. see like how this is gonna unfold. Like so you you were very hopeful that it was more to the story, more was going to come out of it, and then she delivers. Um, yeah, that that dynamic was really interesting, and I and it, it felt so real too because you're trying to figure out who's who, and how are you going to be know someone. And I've been hanging out with you all this time. We've had that conversation, like you know, just know <laughs> those dynamics. Are, you know, um, but then it's also to the point where it's like you know the the pieces of you that you're still healing and trying to work through and trying to figure out um i think they were representative characters too just like to who he was did you think that something was going on with nathan and the cousin's wife for a split yes, second though? i thought they had yes. smashed i thought it was a very uh what's the movie soul food you gotta bring in character at that point but i'm glad it wasn't that you know what i'm saying because it didn't need to be that um, over the top for the storyline, and I think the 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 actual story is so real because you we know friends with families who you know I can't come out because of her and you can't I, come out because I, of this person and the wife and they just blame each other <laughs> for I, I I promise you I'm not trying to be that guy where every single thing is like yo that happened to me. But that but. happened to me. <laughs> like, I definitely, you know, was on hard times. I had to stay with one of my mans and his wife, you know. And here I am tiptoeing because I'm like, yo, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to piss the wife off. You know right. what I mean? And then I end up having issues with my man. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, my, and, and it was, it was kind of played out the same way in a sense. Right. And so it's just so much about insecure that I think that we love it now, but I think it's kind of going to be like different world. We're going to really love it when it's done, if it, if it, especially if it ends on a really good note, because that whole situation, I mean, that is a transplant world. Like when you come to live in a different state, that's real. It, it, like transplants really don't get a lot of um, light because usually when TV shows do something about transplant, it's always like they were already they already moved out there. Yeah. You know, whether if you're talking about Sex in the City, but that transition or that mention of like, yeah, I moved out here, I didn't have no money, I was staying with y'all, and y'all put me out, then I had to go stay with my man over here. Like, we don't see that enough, especially amongst blacks on TV, black characters on TV. And I just thought, 
that element alone, I was identifying with. And I just, because if it ain't me, I, it's somebody you know. You know, it, it, but when you said that, it kind of made me think, and we didn't see as much of it, of course, but it definitely reminded me of uh, Sinclair from uh, Living Single. And maybe it was a nod to, like, you know, staying mm -hmm. with your cousin to get to get on your feet. I thought Sinclair, like, stayed to, you know, but it's New York. To the end of the um, show, right. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, but we get this, you know, displacement. Like, she doesn't fit into this to this New York. She hasn't been um, indoctrinated into New York City vibe when Sinclair arrives on, you know, Living Single. Um but yeah, it's definitely different. You need your support systems, and then trying to navigate that and figure that out is is a whole nother ball game for sure. Yeah, but it is. Talking about community too, because Nathan and the barbers have built this community, right? And you know, let's shout out to Lee's Barbershop, who yeah, I shape up uh, family. Um, and but it really speaks to the community that you have there. That's kind of like I'm down for you know whatever. Yeah, it does. I mean. You know, barbers don't get enough shine on how they're like counselors and what they do for the community and things of that nature, just being good hearted citizens and what they do. And a lot of times people who have professions that are just like those everyday kind of professions, we don't put a lot of pride and shine on them enough because, you know, we, we get so, you know, you and I have these conversations on the side. You know, everybody um, likes to put up these quotables of like, you know, grind hard and, you know, go for the top or nothing. But what is really wrong with like those everyday functional people who are working? They get us by it. And, and if they're happy with what they're doing, that should be fine. You know what I'm saying? Because to our knowledge, what we see is that Nathan has had his struggles to get to where he had to get to just like Issa has. Yeah. You know what I mean, and and if and what we see with Molly, like like everyone has their struggles and their challenges just to get to where they need to get to, and you know that light of them being barbers and stuff like that. I just was really digging that because I was like, yo, that's dope. You know what I mean, like having a barbecue and all that other stuff. So I mean, and shout out to Issa for keeping her finger on the pulse because the the big boy. I've been yeah. watching his IG live for like the, the long. I've, I've watched his IG for years. Really? Those, yeah, like the big dude. Like he, he's like I, I never knew his name, but he's always making these funny things, these funny um IG posts. Like that's where he's from. He's another social media um guy. I just don't know his name, but he's funny as hell. And it was dope to see him on the show, especially the whole Jason Derulo thing. And that's what I like yeah. about Issa. She always reminds us that this show is supposed to be funny, also too. Exactly. That it is a comedy. Yeah, I think that's really good. And one of the points that you make, you know, A, you know, Nathan's a business owner, you know, too. Like, he's a barber, but he's a business owner. And a lot of barbers are self-employed and, like, um, really business owners. And I think this thing that I have a problem with is that Black excellence is only referred to as, you know, um, success on a on a barometer of, of, of white people approval. You know, those, those, those standards. Ooh. Instead of um, speak on it. <laughs> instead of what you know, we define as success, and what do we define as valuable? And barbers are the most important, you know, one of the most important people in our community. Barbers and stylists, like black people, will not do anything if their hair is not done. Like, period. Like, if they don't feel good about how they walk out the door. Um, not to mention, you know how many head, you know how many barbershops were headquarters for movements. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Of our, of our, you know what I mean, like absolutely. And you know, have taken care of everybody, and it's just 
it's just a really uh, good space. So I think about, you know, black excellence. I think about, you know, I have a, 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 a person who cuts uh, the garbage, but a lot of times on Thursday mornings when it come, like I'm, if I don't have my trash out, like he'll check to make sure like that's such a good look, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Them an extra five, you know, five steps to like make sure the trash if I don't have it at the curb. But like there's so much love in that, like, you know. So to me, it's like black excellence is is really showing up, being yourself, walking in integrity, looking out for other people. And so I think we we have to do culturally. Um, a, a reevaluation of what it means to be black and what it means to be excellent and not just, you know, looking for, uh, you know, what's in your bank account and, you know, how many yeah. are behind your name. And black excellence doesn't always have to be, you know, ninjas in suits who don't wear socks. And, and sick, you know, and what I like about Insecure also is like everybody doesn't have to have this certain physical, this, this certain physical physique also, too. Right. That's you know, right. these perfect bodies of 10, you know, six packs. And, right. you know, it's like, okay, you got the big boy on there. He cool. Right. He, you know what I'm saying? He funny. Right. And it doesn't have to be mentioned that he's a big dude. You know what right. I mean? He just, he just there like everybody else. And he taking his shirt off quicker than Nathan. You know what I mean? So it's like, I like the fact that excellence can just be anything. We've gotten to this point where an insecure ex-black excellence got to look like, you know, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air the first two seasons. Like, you know, just this, like, money draped. You have to look like you're about money because you either are overdressed uh, with some fedora or something like that or you, <laughs> you diddy and them on, the, on popping bottles and stuff like that. But it's like black excellence is the amount of choice that we all can do in our harmony. Right. It doesn't Absolutely. have to be this one particular thing, you know? That's, that's what I love about the show, because the show will put us in so many different avenues. Because look at Molly. She's a high-priced lawyer or whatever, but she's down with Issa. Like, that's yeah. real Black connection right there. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, yeah, I, I just think about that. I think about all the things, you know, our parents and our, our grandparents have done to get us here. And if they weren't excellent, then how did they produce excellence? You know what I'm saying? So I just think we have to really not lose sight of that. Um, so. I'm about to say you want to get to the meat now? Nathan. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't really have any, I'm just filled with love in my soul. But <laughs> so this is what I say first. A, when he says he needs a moment, right? I, I thought they both were going to blow it. I, I held my breath. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was like, is up again um and so when she created space for him you know one of the episodes we talked about maybe two two episodes ago we talked about how are they learning the lessons you know what i'm saying okay. and i think in this episode we saw them put into practice again i think we've been seeing all the season all the lessons that they have learned the first four seasons and so with this episode, with Issa giving him some room and then still saying, no, I'm here, you know, I thought was, I thought that was so brave of her to, like, come out of her self-sabotage that we've seen. And I know what it is because I recognize it in myself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, right, right, right. You know, I want to do this better. I want to do this right. Um... I want to show you that I care, even though I don't know where we stand and things are very awkward and unstated and 
um i think nathan's uh quote where she's all over the place is just so fitting like it was just yeah what were your thoughts so i, I thought we had a good glimpse at nathan's past like i said earlier you know and when his cousin said what he said to him that resonated with me because it just made me realize like how much we don't really the, our lack of understanding when it comes to mental health and grace and things of that nature and how we talk about it, but we don't, there are times where, you know, we don't check to see what's going on or let nobody, I mean, the fact that it, it just, it's, it's very tribal to me where because I don't, I can't keep up and I don't hold to your standard, your world, then you cast me out. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure there's some parents that's going to listen, going to be like, well, if he said he had kids and you come in on top of the night, but really think about that for a second. If you got somebody who's staying with you, right, and they're a grown adult, well, they got curfew now? Like, what's going on? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they got, like, what's, what's, but it just goes to show, like, when he was saying, and then, and then they keep giving you little, these little digs, these little right. joke digs of, right. like, oh, right. you know, Nathan, because, yeah. His wife may not have been the reason why you got cast out, but she was joining in on the festivities also, too. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I'm talking about how you, you know, you can't you pretty much say you're not dependable. You to the point in, where even in a very public space. In a very public space around people, you're just now meeting yourself. Yeah. Where Issa had to come in and defend. Like which was a great look. And I have a friend who does that for me in group settings. Um, and, and I think you've done it too, but it's one person like that. When it does an attack, he just like whoop, swoops in. I yeah. really appreciate him for that. You know what I'm saying? We, people don't understand like how we need that sometimes. Yeah. In, in general, like um, you know, there's been that there's been tag along jokes about myself. There's been tag along jokes about you, right? That you, yeah. and sometimes when you come along and if you joke about something, you don't know how many times this person has been hit with that joke, and Let's how see. it can really set set the mood totally up. So. You know, when they hit him with that, I was like, you know, we, we got a glimpse. And I was happy that Issa gave him a little bit of space, but not not to go away. I wasn't expecting her to step up and just be like, are you okay? I because I, I still felt like that could have been tricky. Because, mm -hmm. you, you know what I'm saying? But um, I, it does feel like they're coming together moment now and being honest with each other. It does feel a lot more secure, play on a word, than it did when they first met. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I just say it just it just feels more like a growth on both their parts. I mean to be able to look somebody in the face and say, I don't want to be your friend. Brave. <laughs> I mean what courageous. Can I <laughs> Give her a purple heart for that, Issa. I mean, what what can I say about that? I mean, how hard? Why do we feel like sometimes we still got to hold on or be friends? Or even with that, right? You tried it. And there's nothing wrong with sometimes trying to be friends and yeah. then just realizing I'm not. And when they come together and they say that to each other and they're both admitting it, it, it for me, it showed growth in that part because Issa is always kind of like fumbling her way into things. Yep. Ooh, that's real. But she kind of stood very strong in how she felt. And, you know, that was a growth part for Nathan also, too. You know, and for him to look at somebody who doesn't see him as somebody who abandons. Ooh. That's, that's important. Love, the love 
it's so much there. It's so much there. So yeah, I, I definitely agree. And I think too, it's like to love the totality of each other now. Cause they know it's not the veneer that they saw, you know, two years ago, like where it's just fun and games and, you know, it's easy. Mm-hmm. Like, well, not until he left, but you know, um, now you know wh- exactly what you're getting into. You know who this person is and you're still saying, no, I love you. You are enough. I think that is uh, one of the most, I think we live in a, in a, in a society, in a generation where we see um, a lot of love that has been really microwaved and we want to instant, we want you want to swipe on something, you want to go on a date, you want to fall in love, like, instantly. You know, you meet someone one week, the next week you want, like, you know, full commitment and, like, go all in. But, like, there is something to, like, getting to know each other. And that's something I really just found out, I say recently, um, but maybe for a while, but just, like, really taking that time to say, who is this person outside of our connection? And then move intentionally towards that person, like, it's really a different thing than like just going with the wind and kind of what you said, it's just fumbling into it. Now this is a, a moment of, of intention, you know, and it didn't really matter what Nathan said in response. It's about Issa showing up as her true authentic self. And I think she, she nailed it. It was perfect. And just to see her, her working through that in one episode that sometimes we wouldn't see to like three or four episodes, the season maybe, you know what I'm saying? Or unless she was backed into a corner, yeah. Or if she was, or if she was, or if she was like, uh, if she was broken down. I mean, a lot of times, what happens when you come into somebody when you meet someone? Nine out of ten, they're gonna have somebody in their life, like a Lawrence or Issa, where they got somebody in their life that's been occupying space for like four or five years, right? And then that person doesn't know how to move on because of the security they got over here, but not understanding to what you just said, if you let certain things go, you and somebody new can have six months, another year. So just like you met that last person as occupied, you could meet somebody new. Yeah. And now what you have with Nathan and Issa is you have a history to stand on. Yeah. Which is important. And when Issa stands up for him, what I receive that as being able to be seen, it is so important as us as people, definitely for us as as men to when we let that vulnerability out for you to see me. Yeah. It's so it is so important to, to be seen. And when he looks at her, I'm like, yo, I know that look. Like I know that feeling and that sensation because you just want to be seen. Yeah. Like your authentic self and if for it to be okay. And when Issa does that and then comes back to him and had that conversation, you're right. It's not about the outcome of it. It's about you having the courage within yourself to say what you're about. And when Nathan says what he says about it, it's okay because you got confidence from earlier that she saw you. Yeah. So as a fan, I'm okay with that now. Like for me, as a fan, <laughs> say in your heart, I'm okay. I just did. Nathan. No, say listen. I'm not team Nathan. I'm just, I don't believe in the fact that one person was this and the other person had to be dismissed. I agree. Lawrence is still my guy. He should have wore a condom, but he's still my dude. <laughs> so like, that's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, I'm not going to ban his ship because the brother decided to not wear a condom. But it's just, 
It's what it is, brother. You should have worn a condom. Like, 90% of the game is availability. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you disqualified yourself. I can't help that part. Like, I just, in, in the race for Issa, you disqualified yourself. You know what I'm saying? Nathan's available. <laughs> you got no no situation over here. You know what I'm saying? So And Nathan, to me, has always been good for her. And that's kind of the thing I have argued with her. I think, uh, argued with him. It's like, he brought out, he brings out the best in her. He helps her see her best. And I think that's something that is so rare um, that it has to be valued when it shows up, even if it's a friendship. Even if Nathan was still around as a friend, he still brought out the best in her. Like He helped her see who she was and her potential in, in a way that uh, other people didn't, and, and especially early on. So I feel like, you know, he had a, a, a permanent spot in her life, but I think as... Um, a romantic partner that's concrete and open and transparent and I'm excited to see where this will go. But I think we need to be honest about certain things too though, Shar. Like there are certain people that we are just more open with than we are the other person. And there's nothing you could have do. Like one of my favorite scenes in Insecure is that part where her and Lawrence had a conversation in the apartment and she was like, it was nothing you could have done. Mm. I, and I thought that was the realest ish ever. Because there are a lot of, and I thought on both ends, because there are a lot of men who feel like your woman cheats because of what you didn't do. Mm. I thought that was important for Issa to be like, this was what I wanted to do. It really had nothing. It was nothing you could have did. And and we can't explain it. We all got that friend where we give advice to them for years. And then somebody knew or they watch an infomercial on TV (laughs) to say that ish. And then all of a sudden, they like, yo, you know what? I should really do blah, blah, blah. And you sitting there like, yo, I've been telling you that since we were kids. Like, what do you, and that just, that, and you can't explain that, but there are certain people, and I'm not excusing anything from the Lawrence and the Issa. I'm not ignoring that, but we can't pretend like that don't happen. For some reason, some people get with other people. Yeah. And they just are trans, more transformative. They're more trans, they're just like that. And it, that's real. Sometimes I feel like the other person gets more credit than they actually deserve, or the other person gets the discredit more than they do. When it really sometimes certain people just come about that. And but I will I will say, there Nathan does have a history of giving Issa those little boosts, like you can do it, you can do it. And that's been my issue with Issa as a character. I felt like everybody was always doing that for her, from Molly to Nathan, but because. She again. She wasn't the um, because remember, Issa will only go off like in the mirror. She don't go off on her friends. True. And I felt like there was a lot of sympathy for her because you know she does a sad face and everyone's, but everyone's always boom boom. But when it comes to her, it was. But I'm liking the growth of seeing Issa give people a boost, give her like I'm I'm like I'm liking that. That was my only argument that I ever had with her character. Which shout out to. The real East Bay for her writing because I just feel like that's the growth part of it. It is, and it's it's real, and it doesn't come overnight. And I I just think everything about this is saying it doesn't happen overnight. And um, and if you're willing to do the work, so I just I really love the sequence. I love again the the cinematography. Mm-hmm. The music. The music. The, the lighting music. from Molly. I thought the club was blue and it was red on Easter, which is gorgeous. The scenery was just like, oh, it's just so good. 
um, that the lighting and the tones they use on, on that black skin and um, A2, you know, we've had conversations offline about colorism, but just to see the just this beautiful rainbow of shades of blackness being loved and embraced in um, on TV is something that you don't take, I don't take for granted, you know, and it was just beautiful um, to see all the ways we show up. Um, I think that was it. I didn't have anything else. I am, I'm definitely excited. <laughs> <laughs> overjoyed i'm about to run this one right back because yeah I well that's the, i mean what he was saying after they embraced like i don't even know what happened i was like screaming in my living room like, i mean i think i think this episode was good because last episode was real heavy i mean shout out to you and me because we predicted that yeah I, i'm pretty sure you saw all the dialogue this past week from last week's episode and it was everything you and i talked about everything you and yeah. i talked about everything. I mean, everything yeah man because it was just so heavy for everybody and shout out to my baby bro mark because he told me he was like yo this season people are gonna make insecure about themselves mm -hmm. and right before i logged on with you he texted me was like yeah i'm not gonna be on social media this week because that episode was just that heavy it was um, yeah and you know there was some things i'm pretty sure he felt as a new father right and i had fathers who were having dialogues all week and I literally had people who were trying to get me in group chats because you could tell they just wanted to argue and I was not falling for the bait. I'm like, I would just, I would just give them a reply and send them the link to this show. Like, hey, <laughs> here, here, here were my thoughts. <laughs> if you want to know what I thought, here were my thoughts. <laughs> but um, it made this episode, it go to show like how much a decision can really change your life. Ooh. You know, Lawrence went from being in the mix like everything else and then all of a sudden, he get a job in Frisco. He's up north in Cali. He's a father, and everything switched up. And even though the father part didn't happen to me, but, you know, you and I met when I had just got back from Indiana. And I remember when I got my job in Indiana and I left, it was like my life just shifted. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't part of the, you know, the thing no more. I, I wasn't part of it no more. And that, that feeling is real. So this episode really kind of showed, like, your choices and where you end up can't just be like a, of a flash, you know, because now Molly dated Nathan's boy and we don't see her boyfriend no more. You know, we don't see him around no more. And I'm pretty sure that's because... Ooh, that's not true. Didn't even think about that. Yeah, they brought him up. I mean, he still lives with him, but yeah. let's just be, But he's not going to come... Andrew's not going to come around. That's real. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it just shows you, like, all these choices. So I really... You're right. I don't have that much when it comes to this episode. I thought it was really good, really good about growth. And listen, I like... The, I like when a show or a character or a writing makes me change my mind. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's I like real. when it makes me change my mind. And I like to see something. Like, now when I see them together, I'm like, yo, it go ahead. Fair. Molly doesn't annoy me the same way. So there's that. There's that. There's that. There's that. So I'm, I'm, I was really happy to see this. And, but again, it's only the fourth episode. We don't know what Issa going to throw in the mix. So as much as we can sit back and be like, That's true. Bam. We, we, got, we got six more episodes to go. Oh, it is? I didn't even realize the number. So we got six? It was, it's, ten, this, it's ten episodes this season. Yeah. See, we don't we don't know. We don't know, man, because anything can happen in this in this still, in this thing. But I what, I, what I, I will say is... I want to put it out there okay. that I want the insecure wedding. You said what? Jump, jump in time the whole season. 
They can give us a wedding. The wedding. Uh, I don't know if I want to see it. Here, I t you know what I tell you I don't want to see? What? I don't want to see that old 80s, 90s formula, somebody move away. Mm. Like, don't That's tell true. me East about to get this big corporate situation and she about to move all the way to New York. That's true. Like, I hate, I like, the last people who did that was Fresh Prince. I don't want to mm -hmm. see it. That's I don't want to see the moving no more. It's, it's, it's lazy. Like, don't give me Issa and Molly splitting. Yeah. Like, give me their lives are going on and going involved, but don't tell me Molly about to get some job in Chicago. Like, don't give me that, please. But I can accept the wedding. I can accept a, a jump start of kids. I can accept. Yeah. I can accept all of that. That's just my no no. But to your point, I do think that I I, I will be happy how things are going now. I mean, I really want Lawrence and Cadola to get their life together. Ooh, for real. Um, because number one, I, I want Lawrence to remember once upon a time he was really into Codola. He was. You know he what I'm saying? Like, I want that to be established. Like, I, I mean, I, mean I, I want both of them to wreck. I want Codola to realize, like, yo, once upon a time this guy was really into me. Yeah. And I want Lawrence to recognize once upon a time. So I really want them to somewhat get it together. Yeah. But if Issa and Nathan continue on, listen, you'll get no pushback from me. That's all I would say. Long as my points were understood and what I said about Lawrence and Molly, you get no pushback from me. They have my blessing. I'm cool until Nathan disappears on y'all again, and then you know, then y'all come back and crown my shoulder. <laughs> She's already prepared. You know, hopefully they have a, a strategy in place to how to handle that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I think that's it. I didn't have any. Uh. I'm just thinking about the lessons I've been learning. I think that's what I'm going to take in this week. I have um, my therapist appointment this week that I'm looking forward to. Ooh, I had my last week after, after it's been like four weeks. It's been Ooh. a while. Woo! It's been a while. I think my, like, it's, I don't even want to talk how, how long it's been. It's been a while. And um, the last time she left me on this cliffhanger. So it's going to be, going to hop in. <laughs> Uh, but just kind of thinking about the lessons that I've learned and the things I don't want to repeat and how do I want to show up, you know, really brave and, and more in my spaces. Um, yeah. I wish you all the best when it comes to that. I really do. Thank you. I really do. I really do. So, yeah. Shout out to you. All right. So another edition of the Dooms and the Don'ts is in the books. Team Nathan. <laughs> I'm, I'm still Team L. I just want, I just, but I'm Team L for his life to be good. Okay. Not necessarily he has to be with Issa. Agreed. We want him to do well. And I think it'd be good to see how they figure out how to co-parent. I think that'd be good visually to see. Um, but shout out to Jay Hall, as always, for coming through. You can follow him at Jay Hall Society on all his handles. You can follow starting with today and starting with today on our handles except Twitter where we're starting W today. You can follow me, true underscore Charlotte, on our social media. I hope that y'all have a great week and we see y'all back next Sunday, same time, same place. Bye. Deuces. <laughs>